0: What's up everybody? This is Erica, host of I Won't Be Long. And this week I'm excited because I'm going to be bringing you guys a very special episode. Uh, Once again, I was able to bring some friends along that are going to be sharing some of their experiences and their perspectives, this time on the topic of being single. Yes, So I'm very excited to have this group on here and um, mainly because I know that you're going to enjoy it. I know you're going to enjoy this dialogue. Um, So just just get ready. Get ready for some good dialogue. Get ready for some laughs. And overall, get ready for some amazing takeaways. Without further ado, this is Lifting the Surface of Being Single, part two. Featuring the platinum band. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) let's get into it what's up everybody this is erica back with another episode of i won't Won't be long Long. (laughs) and today we have some special guests that are gonna help me with lifting the surface of being single part two um or being independent so, today, do you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves, or do you want me to do it, do it for you? You can do it. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Okay, so, boom. <laughs> we have Jerica.
1: What's up, y'all?
0: <laughs> we have my boy, Ziggy, reoccurring guest. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> we have We have Treasure, new guest of the show. Hey. We have Zakia. Hey. And we have Bree. Yo. And last... And least, we have, uh, last and last not least, we have my brother, Mike Hines. Yeah. All right. I think we're gonna start this off today with, like last week, just as an FYI, you guys, lifting the surface of being single, part one was last week. So you can catch that on last week's episode. So what I wanna to do today is kinda get other people's opinions about their experiences with, you know, being single, you know, the pressures of being single, being an individual and how they've been able to maneuver that through even their current relationships. So we're going to start with. What we want to start, we're going to start with Ziggy. <laughs> I, you know, let's start with you, Ziggy, because we got to start from a male, from a male's perspective. I like so, it. Too. So talk to me, talk to me, Ziggy. Tell me what your experiences has been like with just finding your individuality and you know, and not succumbing to the pressures of relationships as society sees you, as society sees them to fix you.
2: It's definitely been a journey to say the least. Um, but, you know, I will say that um, I think, you know, for me growing up, it's always been pressure put on me to be in a relationship and get married and, you know, have kids and do things that you know western civilization feels that we should be doing at a certain age mm. and so as a millennial you know there was a lot of pressure to feel like I had to do everything before a certain age right um uh, but as I got older because I thought like I should do all these things before a certain age as I got older I realized that you know it was more so about timing um versus like you know I'm saying hit certain milestones by a certain age mm. and so as I worked through that you know it took a while to get there because you look at your friends, see them getting married or having anniversaries or you know proposals and engagements and things like that. <laughs> and so you really have to make sure that you don't fall into a place where you're doing things because of pressure, outside pressure, mm-hmm. but that you're doing them on your own timeline, right? And so what we have seen is that um, some people get married and things work. You know, some people come to relationships and they don't work. And so you have to make sure that whatever you do that you found it on a solid foundation. So that's one of the biggest mm-hmm. things, like, you know, making sure that you really just take your time, you know, to do those things when you get involved, because there's a lot of stuff involved. There's a lot of stuff at stake. You know, you got people's feelings online. But then also I think a lot of the times people don't understand is that relationship, especially talking so about marriage, is that you're talking about combining assets, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you start combining those things it comes to equation, it makes it a lot harder to walk away. Um, so you want to make sure that when you're going through situations that you align with yourself first and then that makes you more, you know what I'm saying, attractable to align with somebody else. So, yeah, just that, like, you know, so just don't become an all-time person. Do it
0: once your time.
1: Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Um, Treasure, mm-hmm. now you're, you you have a, you have a, a unique story and, um, and so my question for you is, has there ever been any type of, uh, Outside pressures, where you felt like, okay, I had to do something because of public opinion, or, or like, you know, what what is it about, um, you know, any decisions that you've made that that made you toggle with putting yourself first versus public
1: opinion?
3: Well, as far as with public opinion, that hasn't, that somewhat has a role in the decisions that I make, but isn't a heavy duty role. So, mm-hmm. oftentimes, I've I've grown to understand it public opinion isn't something that's going to make or break me. So Mm. it doesn't really matter the decisions that I make um, as long as I am honest and fair with myself. So if, because I, you only have one life to live. So I can't base my decisions that I make on what someone else's opinion is going to be because I have to be able to sleep sound at night. I can't choose what someone else's thought process is or somebody else's outlook on me is. Because that's not gonna that's gonna create internal turmoil for myself. Mm-hmm. So I've learned to kind of like push that away. But as far as with basing like my decisions on someone else's opinion, I can say that in a way that does impact the decisions I make, just because the opinions that I based on for my children. Other than that, if if I was not a mother, it really wouldn't matter. I would take whatever path I felt was fit for myself. And I can kind of push through that regardless, because again, we all only have one life to live. If you base all your decisions or a major decision, or any type of decision that's really gonna change those, the, the outlook of your life or change the aspect of your life on someone else, you're not ever gonna live for yourself. So okay. I can't really choose that. I can't really, I, I'm pretty firm and solid when it comes to what I want, what I feel like is best for me, regardless of whatever consequences are, regardless of whatever the outcome is. At that moment, if there's something that I feel like is fit for me, I will do that. If it doesn't work, I choose a different aspect.
0: Have you always been like that?
3: No. Okay. I feel like in I feel like a lot of my growth has come after my sister's passing, not so much prior mm-hmm. because I had that I had that security blanket. So I could make whatever bad, impactful decisions I ever chose to because I knew at the end of the day there was someone there that could catch me. Now that she's gone, I can't do that. I have to be like, okay, you gotta stand firm on whatever decision that you make, be a woman about it, and figure it out. Period because you don't have a backup plan. And if you do have a backup plan, that's cool, but when it comes to emotional woes and things like that, you have to deal with that internally. You have to understand yourself and know what you want to be when when you when you take your last breath, you have to understand what you did throughout the course of your life meant something. Yeah. So if that means making this harsh decision right now, so 10 years from now, we're good to go, you feel, you feel good, you don't feel complacent, you feel like you really lived the life that you wanted to live, I can take that pain from that one decision if it means the outcome is going to be better for me in the end, mm. so if, if that whole that whole thing, like I said, growth is something that I I, I feel like is continuous for anybody. But you
0: don't want to So what we going with? Okay, so boom. What is the biggest misperception that you guys have heard or th- that you guys know of about like being single or being, you know, an individual?
1: I think the biggest misperception is that just because you're single, you're alone, or you're lonely. Mm. And I think that is really some BS. Because honestly, like there are so many people who are single, and they're single for different reasons. Um, not everyone is single because they can't find somebody, but because no one wants them. Some people are single because they have other things that they're focusing on. Mm -hmm. And until they reach goals, they know that their goals are the only thing they want to focus on at this time. So it's like, why would I put myself in a situation where I can't give myself to someone because I know I have other things that are going to take up the majority of my time?
0: Okay. And you know, like, so what's interesting hearing it come from you, Jerka, is because, like, you're married. And one of the things I've always said um, about you is that you've always found a way to still be an individual in, inside of your marriage. So like, talk to us about that, about, you know, how, like, why that's important to you to still be able to maintain, even, you know, with a partner. I think it's,
1: it's important for me to, to always, like, I can't lose myself. And it's, and it's for me... Still doing the things that I like to do. Um, I think ultimately, like to answer your question, ultimately is because at the end of the day, like if I don't have any other responsibility on this earth, like I have a responsibility of making myself happy and and living my life the best way I know how. So when you talk about people who I, I've never understand the people who say like I love you more than I love myself because Mm. that like how can you you, right how can you You, like you you always have to take care of yourself like you're the only person on this earth who's guaranteed to take care of yourself right so if you stop doing that who's going to do it exactly and you can't you can't you just because you have different titles with people um it doesn't mean that what for 100 percent guaranteed like Like I got, like this this person is gonna take care of you for the rest of your life. Like Mm -hmm. anything can happen. Not to say that there has to be something that goes sideways with the relationship, but anything can happen. You know what I'm saying? And and life happens every single day. But again, the only thing that I know I can guarantee is that I can take care of myself, and I will take care of myself.
0: Right. And and the thing about having that mindset is, is is people sometimes can try to flip that and make you feel bad about you know, wanting to put yourself first. They do. Exactly. And, and, and so, and so with, with having a wife like that, Hans, um, how, how would you say, like, how do you handle that? Like, 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 how do you view that? Or how do you handle like having a wife that's still, you know, able to pour into the relationship, but also is still her own person. Cause you, you don't like, you're not intimidated by that. Or you don't feel any type of way by that. Not visibly anyway. <laughs>
4: The thing about that, for real, is she, got, she had friends before I met her. Right. I had friends before I met her. Right. Um, So, she got her own life. I got my own life. We have a life together. It and that's, I, that's just, that's all it is. Straight to the point, point blank period. Uh, it comes when people be like, man. I never understood when somebody be like, yo, let me ask um, my old lady. Or let me ask my uh, husband or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can understand and be like... Like, me and her choose to do something. She'll be like, yo, you doing anything this weekend? All right, I'm going out this weekend. Okay? Well, you never... Like, can I go out yeah, right. this weekend? Exactly. What I was supposed to say, nah, you can't go out. Right. she a right. go ass woman. Right. So, if I want to go somewhere, it's like, yo, what you doing this weekend? Energy. Uh, <laughs> I ain't doing nothing where, all right, I'm going to such such place like football. I'm going such such place. Vice versa. Now, if... It's like something that both of us plan to do. Like, all right, the option is I. Right, so, which way you going? Because if I, if she's going up north or I'm going up north, which is rare, we go we could drop shit off at my mom's house or when me to a party. If we go down south, her mom is more likely to be like, okay, just bring them here. Yeah. So well, it's
1: I mean, only going to be about trying about to somebody see. to watch straight Either it's way it goes, right? neither one of us is no. going to have to say, okay, well you can't do what you are doing, or I'm not going to be able to do what I'm doing. It's going to be about, okay, since so both of us are is <laughs> doing something, we need to figure out where we right. need to do train? Right, yeah. right. right. And you know,
0: so like for me, I think people that have that mentality of uh, you know trying to trying to control, but that's like that's pretty much what it is, like trying to control somebody else's behaviors and what they're doing, it's like that's self-centered and that's that's selfish, you know, because you're not trying to allow somebody else to be who they are, even if they are trying to be who they are with you. So, like, like me, I've dealt with a controlling guy before. Like, Zakia, Bree, like, have y'all dealt with anybody like that? And if so, like, how have y'all been able to, like,
5: move yourselves outside of that situation? I've been with in a controlling relationship but was still technically single. To t- t- talk to me about that Technically yeah. like I was Not really single yeah, no, right? But there so, was still like control Like I don't want to be with you But I don't want you to go
0: too far mm, Yeah so, And how many women are out there Dealing with that kind same thing sure. or, men.
4: Right. or men Okay
0: fair. Okay. Or yeah,
4: man. That's okay. A fair, okay
0: Okay Okay so and what? what is it like about Like what is it that, that you think Or that you
5: thought like kept you there I kept I stayed there because I thought there would be change, like mm. you know, like okay, maybe one day I will be his girlfriend or you know, one day we will be in a relationship, we just taking it slow. Like, yeah. Like, he trying to process it, but really he not really trying to process it. He trying to do him. Yeah. While keeping me isolated. But with my type of loyalty, I'm not talking to other, I'm not really yeah, acting thing. Yeah. I'm not though. I'm acting like I'm in a relationship. Yeah, you
0: know what I'm saying. Yeah, and and that's something that's also something to pinpoint too. It's like when you're loyal to the wrong type of people, like why, like why, why would we even get in that space in the first place? You know, like what what is it that makes us want to be loyal to to people that we know don't
1: deserve it? And that and, and I'm
0: saying and what I'm saying is that that still comes back to, to you that, that's always going to come back to you and, and finding yourself and and, and, and and like doing some soul searching some internal digging and just like learning how to like love yourself first and know what you deserve you but that's also
5: like not looking at what's trending or like going on Facebook just like how you're, you have to you have to know that you're okay being alone. But if you're not there yet mentally, mm-hmm. you're like, oh my god, it's a race. Like I gotta hurry up. Like
1: okay. I got three yeah. kids.
5: I'm twenty-eight years old. I don't got no husband yet. Like mm-hmm. this ain't this ain't how it's supposed to be. Like
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I feel you. I think I think the but
1: the, the But um, we don't know how it was supposed to be. Right. There's right. There's no but action, There's
3: no action supposed to be. Right. Yeah. Because I, whatever outcome is produced by the decision.
1: I believe in trust in the process trust
3: in the process because whatever is meant for you at the end of the day you're going to receive that regardless of what route you take you're going to receive that regardless so like that I feel like sometimes in relationships I've never played well I'm not going to say never but I've never been the person that has been on the most shitted end of the situation you feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. That I, I can't say that it is because, okay, of my personality. I have a right. personality, B personality, what have you. But in my mind, I've always known that I've been deserving of more than what I received sometimes. Right. But I'm not willing to take that bullshit you provide for me. Right. Like, if it's not what I want it to be, right. I have no issues with sliding right. And see, at the end of the day, that also okay. produces a value. You can be strong, which is respected, which is also expected of black women. But at the mm-hmm. same time... That can play as a, a negative thing for you in relationships because then you appear too much of an independent person. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, okay, mm-hmm. am I, again, supposed to deal with certain aspects of the ups and downs or am I supposed to be like, okay, fuck it, this is not meant for me. Let me slide at the first signal or first red flag that waves. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so you got to go with what you know. Got what to, you know. yeah, you yeah, got to yeah. go with what you know. And you have to be able to say, okay, I made these decisions that I made. At the end of the day, I got to live with that. Period. Mm-hmm. And if you if there's certain decisions that you can't live with, don't make them. Right. Because at the same time you're dealing with individuals. Everybody has their own mindset when it comes to every every individual situation. So even again with the relationship aspect, you have to expect that person that you're with has an opposing opinion from what you are what you're perceiving this situation to right. be. Therefore you have to be receptive of what they provide for you. You know what I mean? And sometimes I'm not always willing to be receptive of what's provided to me. If I don't want that, oh, okay, cool. That's different than what I want. That's different than what I expect. Cool, we can go ahead and cut ties and we good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And some people can't deal with that, especially when it comes yeah. from the alternative aspect. That's mostly a men's perspective. That's not so much a women's perspective because it's not to be like that, but it's expected kind of like the sexist nature of society. It's expected for us to be like, oh, okay, I can deal with that, I'm good. I don't want to look up 10 years from now and I've dealt with the shit that I dealt with in 06. Right. Period. I'm not doing that. Hey, go ahead. It's huh. never gonna that happen for me. Happen. Like it's never gonna, it's never gonna happen for me. Just because I know what I dish out, I can take. Mm-hmm. But sometimes what men dish out, they can't take.
1: That's That's
3: but
0: but, it, it, but the thing is That's like, true. it's like,
1: <laughs> it's how do you mind? How is the uh,
0: the main thing is like <laughs> that I try to fi- that I that I try to figure out is like how how do you get to that point because i've been in that space where i've like i'm going based off of what i always was taught and what i always knew and that was like you got to have a man to feel valued like i've been in that space where that is that's that's what this that is what decided or that's what determined my worth as a woman because that's how that's how it was that's how i used to be you know so it's like how do you get to a space where or like how would y'all say yeah, i've gotten to a space where it's like you know what this isn't right like, This is this isn't for me. This isn't the mindset that I need to have. I need to go ahead and break away and do things because I need to feel like my own individual, not because of anyone else makes me one. You'll know. I feel
1: like right. I feel like that that it even someone who has been in a situation that has been clouded for them, because I could never see things through the same lens as everyone who's been through like different situations. Like everybody has been through different situations and there are things that, like, my friends have gone through that, me personally, I'll say I would, I would never go through that. Like, okay. I would never deal with okay. that. But at the same time, <clears throat> I think that all comes from, like, I'm 100% okay with checking myself. And mm. and never will it be a point that I don't trust myself. Like, I'm not going to trust you Over trusting myself, and I know what you're doing is hurting me. True. So it's like I I know what's good. I know what's best for me, and I know that you're not good for me. And that's just a hundred. And I don't think that is anyone that wakes up any day that's getting mistreated or anything that doesn't have this go off in their head that this is not good for me. Right. They just fight against it to do what they want to do because they they see something that. And, and it's not very. And to try to and try to provoke change. Yeah, exactly.
0: right. and try to Provoke change. Yeah, they like like, know it's not right.
5: I'm a
1: on myself. Time. Every, time. every time. Every
5: time. You can't every change time. nobody. Like.
0: You don't think you can change anybody? No, No, you can't. Can.
4: No, you can't. I absolutely now, hold, wholeheartedly hold on.
3: Wholeheartedly believing you can't change a person. You can't mm.
4: change nobody, but you can influence a change in a person.
0: No. What's the difference? Huge
3: difference.
0: What you mean was? Alright, so, so look. so look. The same. Yeah, what's the difference? Alright, you can influence
4: somebody. To change. Like, <laughs> Jerry can't change me. Like at the um beginning, Jerry couldn't change me. Now she probably sparked something to make a change in me.
1: Changes. <laughs> like a person ain't gonna change until that person
4: is ready to change. Right. Just like an alcoholic or somebody who use drugs. That I'm it. gonna help. I'm gonna help. They ain't gonna really um get help and receive help until they truly ready to be mm-hmm. sober.
1: Damn
4: right. Now, a <laughs> fluence may could be um, a person overdosed or a person um, got alcohol poisoning and died or they lost their kids. That influenced them to change. I mean, that's just my thought. Nah, I think you. You said
1: like that people have to have like some some uh, a drastic drastic life event to change. No, no I'm saying that. Like, there's a
3: different when somebody influences you to change. It's different than you somebody feeling like they made you change. So, yeah. like you saying, okay, okay. So, say for instance, all right. Again, we'll use the drug thing. I'm gonna add, I'm gonna leave you and take your family from you if you are not able to fight what you got going on. My love for you and my family is going to overthrow my love for this drug or my need for this drug. Mm-hmm. Therefore you influence me to change for the better. But it's not always it's not always easy to make that, that transformation. But at the same time, like he's said, it's, it's, it's an influence on it. You can never actually change an individual because that person is a decision. Are, that person is so how that person that? is for a reason. You cannot make a person go through their journey. You have to ride that wave with them. Period. You, can't you can't can't, that person to, if you're yeah, willing to ride right, that way. True. But I feel like it's fair to say nobody nobody should ever be held accountable for not wanting to stay to I, figure that shit through with I, you. No. I don't okay. like that's a guilt trip. I don't no. have to say that, that you should shooting
1: be in a joke. Right. I got,
3: Right. I feel like I don't have to be brought through the trenches for this shit to be worth it
4: at the end of the day. Period. This is it too much. No, <laughs> now, now on that no, but- now on that, on the flip side, if y'all was in that shoe, would y'all expect that person to do the same thing? Absolutely
0: no. Not. Because like here's or the thing. What we just saying,
4: absolutely now You the last person to say it, so I'm just reflecting what I'm you said. But it. you like I was saying no because we may not have been on that other side of the shoe?
1: I'm what saying, a person had to go through. It I'm saying
3: you. absolutely not because I, my expectation of people, I want you to make the decisions that's best for you. I never want you to make the decision that's best for me, mm-hmm. ever. Because if you make the decision that's best for me, you're gonna hold me accountable for you your you have to hold me accountable for it. Mm-hmm. Make the decision that's best for you. Because if it's meant to be, we're gonna
5: be good anyway. Period. Amen. And
0: But at the same time, I feel like everybody should also know their limits. And I, and personally, I feel like I wouldn't. Like, I can, be, in my head, feel like I wouldn't put you through something that's going to be so drastic yes, that you need please. to, like, run away from me. but like, right, 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 that's what I'm saying. I'm that's crying, that's But that's great. what I'm saying. But that's, my, but that's my point. That's what I'm yeah. to say. Like, I can feel that way. Mm. But you have to know what is your limit, too, at the end of the day. And yeah. I can't hold you accountable for if you feel like something that I'm doing is exceeding your limit of what you can handle but you still decide to stay like I wouldn't expect- okay, that's, that's what I'm trying to say
4: but like do you believe in unconditional love
0: yeah I believe you can love somebody unconditionally but do that mean but that you have to also Except do you, you? Be- yeah. I
3: believe that though yeah, yeah I do believe that you
0: can I believe you can love somebody <laughs> unconditionally because there is through all
3: there,
4: now when
0: unconditional anything, love
3: like there is like through right. anything there are there From my perspective, I cannot to this day say I can love you unconditionally through everything.
1: Loving somebody and being judge, there are two different things. There's not so. a,
3: that, outside of my kids, there's not a soul I can guarantee that to. Okay? Because I have a breaking point. Everybody has a fucking breaking point. Okay? Period. You got a breaking point. Anything I, I is at agree. the end of your ropes. Okay? Yeah. It's at the end of it. Okay. No I agree, but does that mean- What the fuck you inflict on me?
0: i got you i agree but does that mean like like not being with somebody or deciding not to be with somebody does that mean you stop loving them
3: it depends not on what you know. it depends on what no, like no.
0: like love we're talking about so are you talking i'm talking about like i
3: are you saying i love you regardless of what where this life takes us we could be 76 years fucking old You've been goddamn doing me dirty for 40 fucking years and I'm a See, I can't do that. I okay. can't do that. I
0: can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. You gotta, gotta know.
3: find what the median is. You get what I'm saying? You because heard. it's certain <laughs> shit. I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> like I said, that breaking point, every, guy and girl, everybody has a breaking
4: point. That's very true. I'm gonna do so much
3: to this period.
4: It's easier said say than done. Like, we could all not, and I'm not talking about no nobody directly. We could... Easily say, man, at this such and such, I'm gone. I ain't doing this more. <laughs> That's true. Or whatever. But, like, when you really in that situation, like, it's really hard to say, all right, man, I'm going to leave. you know, I nah, don't. But some people, I got to give it up. Some people actually can do that. Right. I have an aunt and an uncle. Like, he had, um, he married my aunt. He literally had a child Three houses down, with my aunt from my de- granddad's side. Mm-hmm. They've been together as long as I've known. They died together. Well, she died before him or whatever, but they just stayed on the opposite mm-hmm. ends of the trailer. But they they still was together through all the bullshit, mm-hmm. crap. Okay, I
1: need to tap in. I do think that. So so first. But that's generational. First off, generation. First off. I think that there's different levels because when you're when you're staying with somebody because you you kinda feel like you've made a connection with someone to the point where you really think like that's your person, like I think that's a lot different from like somebody who you know you're like a serial like dater or you like your serial like you know what I'm saying? Because then you feel like every person is your person. your person. But when you feel like you really have a connection with somebody and you really feel like, okay, this is not who I am tip- who I typically am, but for once in my life, like, this may not have went how I thought it would go, but I want to fight for this because I feel like this one I'm meant to be with. Like, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Like, I feel like that's going to happen. Like, that's going to happen. Like, the, the person that, like, I feel like, like, the person that, that all of that is meant for, or the person that you're 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 really fighting to be with, is gonna be a lot different from the the people that you fought to be with in the past. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I think it's levels too. Do
0: y'all think it's different between men and women for how they how they battle that.
1: I feel like
5: men don't. They're not as verbal as women. They're not to a certain extent. I don't feel like it's, it's,
1: it's a lot of different that's types of men I, yeah. Yeah, I was
3: going to say that's a tough, not, not, not always, always the case. I can't fully totally agree with that. Just because you have those women, there are those alpha women mm-hmm. that do, that do get in relationships with those not so, um, not so heavy duty, strong manly men. Not to say that they're weak in any way, shape, or form, but more in tune with their feminists. side. more in tune with, okay, this is how I feel. I'm going to place this on the table. You do it what you choose. But is You it know changing? what I mean? Is it real? How do you know? You
4: know.
0: You know.
1: If, if you know. You know. If you you know. know. Well,
3: Especially if you are already that type of perfect. female. Right. If you're already that type of person. And then you have, like you said, those dudes that's just straight up like, they sending those mixed signals. Mm-hmm. You have no, you, a little bit about this particular situation but you i feel like at this point there's a lot of men out there that are okay with saying okay look look sis you hurt me mm-hmm. this is how i'm feeling about it this is what's on the table you either you want to go with this you want to make sure we are good here or you want me, want me to walk away period and that's kind of what's placed on the table because there's a lot of dudes now that are like okay this is what i want out of life. It's no longer just being a feminine thing. Well, okay, I want the, I want the white picket fence. I want the kids. I want the nice house. I want the wife. I want right. the husband. You know what I'm saying? Dudes want that too, right?
1: And, and some, I feel like that's
5: a common misconception. Niggas want that too. They do, but sometimes when they actually uh, like actually get it, they might freak out. Like, yo, I'm not really ready for this. Nah, I'm because if you
1: really, if you're in a space where you really like that's what you want and that's what you're ready for, you're not gonna freak out. Like, you have to. Like, you have to be a man, like, at the end of the day, you have to be a man, and you have to stand up ten toes down, foot in the mud, and say, listen, like, I was really feeling you, and I, and I want us to go far, but right now, I'm not ready for this, like, yeah. period, it ain't no freak out, like, you don't get no freak out grace, period, if you say this is what you want, and you lead me to believe that this is what you want, and this is what you better give me, <laughs> Quick blank, period. But that's a part of being
2: a man, I mean, it's a lot of grown ass boys. So okay. my, my thing is that at the end of the day, like the nigga who tells you that being able to communicate your feelings to his partner is feminine, that's a grown ass boy, because at the end of the day, I can provide, as a man i supposed to be provided. How can I provide if I can't properly communicate with you? Okay. Mm-hmm. So if I can't tell you what I expect and what I need and you can't tell me the same, then nigga, you ain't no man and you're not a position to provide for this fucking family. Yeah. Point blank period. period. So it's like that that's the part about that is that, you know, we, we, I, I've talked to people about this and things like that and so it's like we, we've got to, especially with black men, we've always been conditioned to suppress everything that we feel instead of talking about it and if you do talk about it, now somebody look at you sideways and say that you saw. And so for me, like I had to work through that shit as well because it was like, nigga, you have to be able to express yourself in a way that people understand you so when you do exhibit certain behaviors they're able to actually help you but if mm-hmm. you don't tell them what's going on every time you you, know, say you encounter an issue how could she help you Talk about it. so uh, i mean that, that's one of the biggest things that we have to be more open and honest with our communication and so as we look at the generations before us the expectation was put on them was unfair right you stay with him no matter what. He can go have three kids out of wedlock, and y'all might sleep in separate beds, but y'all still in the same house putting mm-hmm. on a facade. Mm-hmm. And then the kids have to deal with that trauma, i.e., you know what I'm saying, like our parents, you know what I'm saying?
0: Passed yeah. And so
2: now you're looking at this like, oh, well, I was always taught this, and then you got parents sitting up here don't even know how to talk to their kids about emotional trauma they going through. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. when I look at, even like, we look at like Martin Luther King and Corrupt Scott King. Martin Luther King was cheating on her with white women, smoking cigarettes Be and evil. doing his thing. Right. but the thing was though he had no outlet They are, his camp told him like we can't see you to a therapist bro because the FBI get your records and use it against you so you just gotta hold on so his outlet became the women but Coretta knew that shit though so she stayed faithful hmm. that that was the option they had you know what I'm saying like their father is really fighting for a bigger cause in our marriage that's not everybody's plight but that's a real ass woman to hold that shit down and miss everything is else she but see I is
3: think, that, I think honestly, honestly Ziggy I feel like that yeah, that is something that bothers me too because like what you just said, that's a real ass woman. Yeah, that's like, not real. We, that's I, I feel like easy. it's unfair to celebrate the fact that she was shitting on it in order for this man to have a vent. Yeah. Like I don't feel like that's cool to me. Even right. vice versa, it's not fair to sit there and shit on a man either just to have a venting place. Because okay, this is the role that you play. I feel like when pain, when you inflict pain on individuals, you have to own up to that. You have to, mm. you have to wear those. You have to wear that shit because at the end of the day, this is still a person. This is still somebody that, at the end, period. Any experiences that anybody ex- like have that are dramatic in their life, you know, with important relationships, things like that, they recall that shit. Mm-hmm. This is shit that you are actually making an impact on this individual's life from here on mm-hmm. out, from the point that you entered up until the point that you felt like this shit was not something that you wanted anymore. Like, so I feel like it's unfair to say, okay, she a ride or die. No, no, I don't have to ride or die for me to show that I fucking love you. I don't have to do that. I'm supposed to still feel love regardless of the trials and tribulations that we deal with, regardless of what impact I have on you, what impact you have on me at the end of the day. I should always still feel sufficiently loved no matter what happened or transpired that fucking day. And when that slack happens on either the female or the male part, there needs to be changes made in order for the other party to feel better. Yes. Period. Because love is not up for question when you in a relationship. Yes. So I feel like sometimes disrespect comes into play with that too, because that shit was straight disrespectful to correct. Period. Mm, definitely. Straight disrespectful. Definitely. And then i not supposed to stay because this is this is your title, this is what you. No, my nigga, absolutely not. That's still a grown ass woman who has grown ass feelings, and when she lay down at night, she had pain. And when you lay down at night and you can't find peace, you got to figure out how to find fucking peace. That I means, guess what? She laid down several fucking nights, but she could not get a peaceful night's sleep because she had to deal with the shit because she loved somebody else. And again, this is not dependent on the sex role. It doesn't matter how it, how it rocks. It could have been him laying down at night not finding peace,
1: Promise
0: that, what up. What Nipsey said? What Nipsey laying down, not finding peace. He he and Nipsey the his fucking wife was out here doing shit and this shit. Nipsey said Nipsey it. said if And you cost me my peace. You cost too much. There it is. Period. There it is. there it is. All right, so it was so many good points made in here tonight, and I appreciate it. Everything from every avenue from all of you guys, all your, your experiences. So, what I want to do now is just leave everyone that's listening with the final thought of you know, just overcoming that whole idea that being single, being individual, or being an individual is negative. So, we can start with you, Jerry.
1: So, I would say being in a relationship is beautiful. Um, if you're in a relationship and in the right relationship. You will never have to choose between yourself and the relationship. Um, if ever, anyone ever puts you on a place where you feel like you're losing yourself or you're, you're, you're choosing the relationship over yourself, pick you every single time. Every time, every time. Every time. What about you, what about you, treasure, treasure?
3: Um, As far as the relationships, again, just to kind of piggyback <laughs> off of what Jerry said, Always treat yourself and always feel like um, that you and your feelings are something that matter. That's not something that can be brushed off. Um, you don't have to deal with hell and beyond in order for you to um, have a successful relationship. I feel like you can ask and demand for the things.
0: Some final words to the people. If you want the white picket fence, you gotta be able to get it
1: yourself. Oh yes. What, what's you gonna say? Get your own house. Get your own get house. house in yeah, order. Okay. And you can okay. live in the new house. Because <laughs> This is my house.
0: <laughs> right. Okay, fellas. Oh. What's your last word?
4: If you want to uh, get in a relationship, get in a relationship. But be honest. There it is.
0: Papa was a All right. And, and, and uh, last but not least, Ziggy. <laughs>
2: a day I always remember. But, <laughs> uh, what, what I will say is that uh, one thing I've been learning for myself is that you can't pour from an empty cup. And so whatever you pour into you have to make sure that you're replacing that energy, right? Um as we to think about relationships, everybody wants one. A lot of people want them, right? But you're not willing to learn yourself and love yourself before you put yourself in that position, right? And so what that what how that manifests itself at the end of the day is that there's a lack of maturity and there's a lack of understanding your role in relationships and then it comes to bite you in the butt, per se, you know what I'm saying, later down the road mm-hmm. at an impromptu time because now you've involved, you're invested, right? So my, my biggest thing is, like, as a man, like, I've learned to really just be upfront and honest with people from the jump, like, you know, these are my non-negotiables. And so if that don't really align with you, that's cool, you know what I'm saying? No love lost, no love found, but, you know, so I'm just putting this out there for you so, you know, when we get down the road, you can't say that you never was aware about the situation, right? Mm-hmm. And so the other thing, too, is like being honest with myself, right? And so I've been okay with saying, like, hey, like you're not ready to be in a relationship because you love moving on your own time. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying, you're not willing to put somebody else's needs before yours right now. And that's okay. You know what, right. what I'm saying? Nothing wrong with that. I think a lot of times, like, men, for, we have to be ready. Which means, you know what I'm saying, like, you got to be able to put yourself in a position where it's like, hey, like, you know what I'm saying, these things come first before... Whatever else my personal needs, and so if you're able to put yourself in that position, you know what I'm saying, then you're in a much better place to be out there. But if you're not, you just got to be honest with yourself and say, Look, I'm not ready for that, and you know what I'm saying, and and be honest with the people that you involve yourself with. So it's just, you know, it's all about honesty, man, and you know what I'm saying, and making sure that. You take care of you first and learn to love you first before you try to love somebody else. That
0: part, that part, that part, that part. And so first and foremost, I want to thank all of you guys for being a part of this podcast today. I appreciate it. And for my final thought, it's the same as when, what I left off uh, with my previous episode and a, and a lot of what they have said today. But the main thing is being okay with knowing that you come first. So take care of you first, understand you first, love yourself first, and everything else is going to fall into place. Um, as always, you guys, this is Erica, and if I can help it we won't we won't be long. <laughs> we won't be long. <laughs>